0: Welcome to Spirit Life Talks where we discuss the power of living spirit forward. Welcome to Spirit Life Talks. I'm Gina Thomas and I'm Michael Farmer and today we're going to talk about faith and the building blocks of ever-increasing spiritual vision while living spirit forward. There's so much confusion out
1: there around how do you build your spiritual house. For example, you know, If you look at a natural architecture or a natural construction in the physical realm, no one first starts with the roof. You first uh, have an order on how you build um, the the house. You know, you start off with the foundation, then you build the structural framework, then you put windows, and then you have a roof and all that. So, in other words, if you miss the order on how you build properly, the building will collapse. Right. That's exactly right. And because you know. if you start off saying, "Oh, I'm going to build the windows," and I'm going to start laying it out without, you know, proper other structures, it's going to collapse and fall. So, but unfortunately, what we are seeing in the Christian circles is there's a lot
0: of misplaced spiritual building going on, and some of those buildings aren't really on a firm foundation. That's right.
1: First of all, yeah, the firm foundation is the key. At the at the same time, I'm seeing a lot of people and organizations. Building the peripheral items first and because it looks flashy. Of course it looks nice to have a window or the the front side of the house with elevation stones built first. But unfortunately, architecture don't work like that, right? You just gotta go and the, the early parts of construction is not going to look so pretty. You know, that's why you put a facade and you start construction. But like I said, in the Christian uh, spiritual life, I've seen a lot of people start building the flashy things first without a firm foundation, as you said. That's right. There is so much uh, what that we see in the natural in, in, from a construction perspective, but today we want to discuss spiritual construction process and how uh, it's clearly revealed. Those blueprints and patterns are clearly revealed in the New Testament, Amen. in the book of Peter, on how... Uh, in order, and it's not just random. Peter, uh, the apostle Peter, in the, in, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, talks about how do we properly construct our spiritual houses. So what, there's a spiritual construction method, and for that, I want to look at Second Peter chapter one, uh, verse five. Talks about adding to the foundation of your faith. So he says, faith is the spiritual foundation. That's the uh, ground level. That's right. You cannot build. Um, the other building blocks without this foundation. Because I'll tell you why I say that, I emphasize that, because in Second Peter 1, 5 he says, add to your faith. first building block is virtue. Virtue means best of character, more good moral character, good integrity, and just, you know, clean behavior in general. The reason I bring the foundation of faith is important because I know many religions that focus on virtue other religions. However, what's missing is what? Faith. The faith. The foundation is missing. In other words, we can build this window called virtue, or this flashy door called virtue, in our construction. However, if the foundation is lagging, eventually that virtue will collapse.
0: Without faith, even your good works can't really please God. Correct.
1: So, for our viewers, I really want to emphasize the fact that faith is the starting ground level, ground zero. There has to be and faith in what? Faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, as we know, we have to um, repent of our sins, turn away, and place our faith in Christ Jesus for our spiritual awakening. And uh, so uh, so adding to that spiritual foundation that, his, yes, I'm a new creation, mm-hmm. I am uh, forgiven and accepted by God, that, that faith foundation, adding to that, you add, number one, virtue. So the, the good moral character is stemming out of your connection with God through Christ. Amen. Okay? It's not something that I'm trying to behave the best and try to do it on my own. This is actually, the good virtue is stemming out of my foundation called faith. It's a life-giving flow happening. It's one triggering the other, not the other way around. That's right. And then he says, go on to build on top of virtue. The next building block is knowledge. So... Knowledge means what? Knowledge means the knowledge of God. Right. Knowledge of who you are and right. whose you are. So two things. You need to know who God is, you know, and then also who you are in this whole concept. So because you are uh, a divine being, as I mentioned in many of our pro- uh, podcasts, we all are divine expressions. We all um, are unique. We all have talents and gifts. We are um, um, set apart for a purpose. Amen. And so... All these knowledge is important to build because as you come to faith and as you build your faith journey, you build good character. Again, it's not a one-and-done deal. You don't build good character in one day, but you keep on building you know, the good character. And the next one is the knowledge of who you are, who's you are, what's the big picture, what's my purpose, etc. However, let me tell you this. You cannot replace this order, though, because I've seen a lot of people directly get onto the knowledge-building block without building virtue. Have you seen those, Michael?
0: Many times.
1: and what what is what's been your experience with such people who have a lot of knowledge but no virtue?
0: Well, um, it's like a house built on a not a sure foundation absolutely. I mean, the thing about knowledge, Junu, is that it really is as simple as this. Mm. who is God really, according to the Bible, mm. the God of heaven, right? And who does he say I am that you are. And that is knowledge. that's 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 a good knowledge because, that'll help you
1: to be settled in the faith because when you know that God accepts you, right. that you are a son of God, you're washed by His blood, His sacrifice, and you're forgiven, you're accepted, and He wants to prosper you, there is this divine confidence coming in you. Amen. And But again, going back to that place of people with a lot of knowledge but not in a virtue is misbalanced. Just like a construction which is not done right. right, if you just walk around saying oh i know who i am i'm you're just cocky but guess what you have no good behavior people are not going to receive your testimony
0: and you could be at risk of being dead right <laughs> meaning what does that mean? there's no love behind your knowledge there's no love even though your you're right about it yeah. no one's really going to do anything about it because they know you don't care that's right you know and then on on top
1: of knowledge you build something called temperance right temperance means it's Self control. Right. Because Apostle Paul says, let your moderation or temperance be known to all men. So, the reason I bring all these spiritual blocks, uh, building blocks, is because in order to maintain a spirit forward lens, we have to keep maintaining all these items on a continual basis. Because the chances of us drifting away is so high. Right. Even though I or you might have entered into a spirit forward posture, we are moving in the spirit, we know who we are. If we don't build properly according to the scriptural recommendations, we will drift away again back to our carnality. You right. go back into flesh more. We just forget that suddenly who we are, like James says, you look yourself in the mirror in one second, and then you forget who you are. So Peter says in order to avoid that, you do this. Add to your faith virtue. So from the time you wake up, you make sure you walk in good moral character. And to on top of virtue, knowledge. Knowledge, as you said, who you are, whose you are but in in that order, because so you don't go imbalanced and get cocky and all that spiritually. And then on top of knowledge, you build temperance, meaning we still have a flesh and a soul, right? right. And our flesh and, a soul, and our soul wants to go all out, you know? <laughs> we just want to eat all day, we want to eat the buffet. It's and so true. Uh, we just don't want to exercise, we just want to watch TV all day. Right. So he says temperance is key. If you, you want to keep the spirit forward lens, you gotta have self-control. You, you have can.
0: to be willing at times, mm-hmm. not at all times, mm-hmm. but you do have to be willing at times to choose against your own will and choose God. Correct. Crucifying
1: your flesh, really. That's called that's crucifying what, your flesh. That's what Jesus said. If you want to follow me, in other words, if you want to have a spirit forward lens, you gotta deny yourself, carry your cross, and follow me. Right. Because spirit forward lens is is what really brings us that joy, the satisfaction, the clarity. Without that, we are just like zombies. We're just living on earth. Right. What Jesus is pointing us toward is, even though, as you mentioned, temperance feels like um, a killjoy kind of thing, Right. it is really not. God is saying is, you are only used to your soul and your flesh realm so far, the pleasures of the soul and flesh right. realm. Let me show you the pleasures in the spirit realm. Which are way more. Way more and way bigger. If you are ready to jump in, if you're ready to you know step into that zone, I'll show you the bliss, the experiences
0: that is way better than the short-lived flesh and um, soul realm. That's true. Yeah. You know the Bible does talk about the passing pleasures of sin. There is an immediate experience of pleasure, but it's fleeting and it passes. That's correct. But choosing the Holy Spirit, choosing to live spirit forward, gives you a, a sustaining lifetime of joy. Correct. And on top of temperance, um,
1: Apostle Peter talks about building. The next building block is patience or perseverance. He says, you know, we are dealing with uh, people and situations that are not always friendly or not always the way we expect. But he says, in order to have a spirit forward lens, you have to keep a patient posture. You got to be patient with people. You got to be long suffering with people. Uh, With each other, uh, inside the family, outside the family, know that we all are divine expressions, but through the fall, we all have become malfunctioned. Right. So, so to live in a good society, we all need to be patient with one another. Right. And not just be too judgmental, because you know, if you try to be judgmental, you're you're saying, "Oh, I'm perfect and he is not," but that's not the case. The Bible says all have fallen short, so we all have to learn to just be. having a lot more allowances for each other. Just be forgiving and patient. Uh, That's what he says, if you don't build that patience um, block on your faith foundation and the other building blocks, what happens is your spirit forward lens starts to go away. Right. Um, You will start again going back into carnality. Because when impatience comes, what is one of the first reactions? Anger. Right. What else? Sin, Pros- Sin, exactly, you know.
0: Yeah, the righteousness it, or the anger of man does not accomplish
1: the righteousness, righteousness of God. God. So in other words, what is really meaning, and let me simplify this. When he says anger anger in the flesh does not promote the righteousness of God, he's saying is it'll knock you off your spirit forward posture anytime you produce these propensities like anger, rage, impatience. So this building that spiritual construction we are doing is a very delicate and surgically precise kind of way we had to do this. It is not something we can do half hazard. That's okay? right. We have to be watchful because it's very easy to fall away from the spirit forward posture. That's true. And that's why he says, be diligent. Apostle Paul actually, Peter actually says this word, be diligent, or he says, give all attention to ensure that you add to your faith. He's saying this spiritual construction you're doing has to be done with all diligence. This is a very surgically precise kind of uh, construction. Amen. You know, this is not a loose thing. And so to patients, he says, the next building block is godliness. Do you know what godliness is?
0: It's reverence to God. Reverence to God. You
1: know, it is not Exactly. It is not about burning candles or doing any rituals. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> we are talking about proper reverence in the heart. Right. Having, having a proper respect to the things of God. Okay. Proper uh, devotion to God. And, uh, you know, I've noticed many people take uh, God and uh, worship lightly. Right. You know, they come into the church or they come into a worship setting, but then they go out and do all sorts of junk. Right. That means you're saying, you know, this is just a checklist for me. I don't have proper respect for God and these things.
0: Well, you know, sometimes it's confusing because God is our Father. Correct. And He is also our friend. Yes. But just like you're earthly father can play different roles in your life, Mm -hmm. God the Father plays different roles in our lives. Correct. And one of those roles is Almighty God. Yes. And in that role, He is to be greatly esteemed and respected and worshiped. Correct.
1: You know, yeah. many a times the the lack of respect for for God is because of our short-sightedness. That's right. You know, He is the God of the universe, the galaxies, the planets. You know, when we start to enlarge our mind, to higher and bigger horizons, we'll start having a proper respect for God. Amen. He's our God. He's our Creator. He's our Father. Yeah. Okay? And so that is important for our spirit forward lens. You know, that proper godliness, proper reverence is important to keep that spirit forward lens.
0: Junior, you know, I'm realizing that uh, God is building something. Absolutely. Guess what? Uh-huh. It's you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's building something out of our each, each of and us. every one of our lives. Correct.
1: And then on top of godliness, there's two more building blocks. It's brotherly kindness. The next one is brotherly kindness. In other words, people who have already in the family of faith, who are walking this journey, we right. got to be kind with one another. Right. As I mentioned in one of our previous episodes, you might be in lap three of your journey, I might be in lap seven, but we need to be kind with one another. Amen. We've already embarked uh, on this journey saying, hey, we want to know more about God. We want to know more about life. We want to know more about destiny. But not all of our understanding and faith levels might be at the same measure. That's fine. We just got to love one another, kind to one another, help one another out. So Apostle Paul says our loyalty first is inside the family of God itself. We got to pay attention to people that are already in the faith.
0: Amen. Mm-hmm. It's that shoulder to shoulder brotherly love. That's it. Uh, the, it's so much fun too, like the Philadelphia. You know, kind to of share love. that with people. You know, especially in the context of gathering together to worship God. Yes, it's a beautiful thing. Absolutely, and I think it is important for us to know that we have to be patient with our
1: brothers and sisters. That's right. That's and right. we, are, you know, sometimes you know we get offended and we quit this and quit that. If, uh, you know, that's not what God is calling. Especially within the family of God, we have to be. Loving, forgiving. Mm-hmm. That's what Jesus said. Uh, you got to forgive mm-hmm. uh, someone who offends you seven times 70. He's saying, do not keep really a tab right. on it. You know, we, you all are just in this process of learning this spiritual journey. Let's be patient with one another. Let's be loving to one another.
0: Amen. And listen, if you're struggling having loving affection or brotherly affection for someone that you know, especially if they're a Christian, God will give you grace correct. and power Amen. to walk that out. That's correct. Or He'll give you wisdom. Maybe you're not even supposed to be in that relationship at that time.
1: Yeah, maybe for that for a small period. For a small
0: period, there. you know, just to, to stay away from each other. That's
1: right. And then the final uh, building block, which is so key, um, is love. Amen. He's talking about a universal love for all mankind. Amen. No matter what uh, their... Well, this is agape love. That's agape love, meaning real... Uh, sincere love for all people, regardless of their race, national origin, color, language, um, family background, etc.
0: It's a self-sacrificing, it's the same word that Jesus went to the cross for his love for us. Correct. It's that he sacrificed himself for us. That's correct.
1: How do we do that in our realm, right? Jesus did it at the cross, but how do we do it in our daily life? This kind of love is talking about uh, really, having a concern for your neighbor. Amen. When I say concern, you are not uh, competing with others, you are more concerned about. How can he also be spiritually awakened? How can she be spiritually awakened? How can I tell them this life-giving message of the gospel? And you have this love so that all men, all women, all children would be spiritually awakened to the forgiveness that we have received at the cross, to the acceptance we have with God. That kind of enlarged heart, we need to have a liberal heart where you like, Lord, I just want to love on everybody.
0: I love that. Yeah. I love everything that you just said, <laughs> yeah. Junu. Listen, it comes down to this. Yeah. Others, 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 yeah. others, 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 yeah. others. It's all about others. It is, it's it's uh, amazing
1: how Apostle Paul says this. Esteem others highly, right. uh, more than yourself. That's In right. In other words, you know, that's the final and the topmost building block is love, universal love. You know, It's very easy for us to isolate ourselves based on our color, our race, our language, but God is not calling us. We are a big family. We are a diversity of God's expression. God is not only really white, God is not only really black, God is not only really brown. Every every color, every race shows that God is so diverse. Right. He, his, he, you know, in the book of Revelation talks about God's light coming out, it's not just one color, it's multiple colors radiating out of this great God, meaning it wow. talks about the diversity. Wow. God cannot be contained in one race or one language. He's right. so infinitely vast that we all carry some portion of him.
0: And this is like the cherry on top of the ice cream sundae. <laughs> Lord, how do I lay myself down, Correct. surrendering my own will, so that the unconditional, undeserved love of Jesus can flow from heaven into earth? Amen. That's amazing. And uh, and Apostle Paul, uh, Peter
1: concludes it, says, do this. Diligently so that you do not become unfruitful or ineffective in your walk with God. Right. So in other words, you know, mm. the spirit forward lens is such a key thing for us to have an effective Christian life. He says if you don't build your spiritual uh, house or you don't spiritually
0: construct according to these recommendations, you suddenly become ineffective. Well, you know what's amazing? is that God wants every single person's life to be effective yeah. and fruitful. That's correct. And this is what He's warning us about. Yes. This is the pathway. This is how we help Him and co-labor with Him to build the house that will be effective, that will be fruitful. Because when the storm comes, we need to be protected That's right. by the house.
1: Imagine all people building, the, especially Christians who come to the faith, building their uh, spiritual life. So spirit forward lens based on these recommendations. Wow. Imagine everybody walking in love in patience in knowledge and virtue. Be a lot of fun. It's amazing. Not a lot yeah. of fun. We are going to be effective in the world. Right. And so Michael, I want you to, uh, bless the viewers, um, and so that they would become effective and fruitful in the work of the ministry and as a test and as a testimony or a witness to the world.
0: Amen. And we just declare right now, we bless you in the name of Jesus Christ, and we declare that you will become effective and fruitful in his mighty name. Amen. Amen. Amen.